What can we expect from season Thank you for being here tonight. Uh, we saw a lot with your character last season, kind of trying to like processing grief. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Ooh. Coming in hot. <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't bargain. <laughs> Shout out to the fugitive. Frankly, my dear, I yeah. You, I guess you could have done. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. But um. I uh, I'm gonna say I do give a damn. I give a fuck. I truly do. Um, <laughs> what about a shit? The year of giving giving a fuck. Is it so bad to? We'll discuss it on this episode of Rankly My Dear, 2020 yeah. Looking Back Edition. Yeah, this is the the show. This is the episode of Dan and Brave Presents, which is this podcast that you're listening to, where we yes, welcome your presenters rank things from this year uh which is 2020 uh the categories are tv movies (laughs) this podcast and personal lives (laughs) you may you may hear this and thinking yourself am i listening to the right show these guys never talk about anything going on currently i know (laughs) it's the most accessible thing we do all year (laughs) right yeah very and we, we we know music happened this year too, but the uh, it gets its own show next week. Yes, so uh, come back for that. It's a show where I stress out about way too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I am your I am presenter Brandon. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, presenter Danny here. Twenty twenty about to come to a close. Thank God, it's going to be amazing here on out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, presenter Deuce, presenter two, presenter junior, <laughs> presenter two zero two zero, not two zero. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um. Hi, I'm Dave Cologne, the third presenter. Uh, some may call me Trip. Uh, some may just call me Dave, but I will take it all as long as you call. And um. I was just thinking about something. I feel like every single year I've been an adult, people have been saying, "Ugh, this is the worst year ever." At the end of the year, do you notice that? Lately, yes. <laughs> I would yeah, say cer- lately. Certainly lately, yeah. But I mean, going back to 2015, 2016. Yeah, I was going to say like 2016 on, People yeah, were like, oh, sure. 2012 was the worst year ever. Like, all these celebrities died. That's always like a yeah. thing. It's like a, that yeah. celebrities die. Yeah, right. So it's the worst year ever, but now it's, I think this year really um, <laughs> is the worst year for sure. Yeah. I got really, them all beat. Uh, really said, we need people to stop this trend every year, so let's just make one real bad one so people can say, well, at least it wasn't 2020. Yeah, I think so, and it's easy to remember. <laughs> like, 2020 is such an easy True. year to remember aesthetically, but... Yeah, um, the Deep State did a good job planning this out. It's very convenient, it's very convenient that this shit happened this year yeah not an odd year it's just a very clean year for this to happen good job yeah 
Easy, yeah. easily, easily memorable. memorable. Yeah, so for this uh, first pod part of Rankly My Dear, we're just going to rank our favorite TV from 2020, right? Is there anything else that we should do before we get into it? I can't think of anything. Um, no. I think it's it. It's Rankly My Dear. It's a simple process. Uh, we're going to count down our favorites of the year. So let's do it. Start yeah, TV. We, we're going to say our least favorite, like at the end, right? Is that the last yeah, thing we do? Right. Um, yeah. Right. Of each of each segment. Yeah. We could talk about like least favorite or worst. Um, and then throughout, we have a bunch of, you know, like honorable mentions for stuff too. So it'll yeah. be a general discussion with ranking at its core. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ranking at its core. At its core. All right. So I guess since we're going to be going in presenter order... At least for this first one, no spoilies, Uh, I'm going to go first. Uh, My number five favorite show of the year, and this whole category is kind of by default, unless you guys remind me of something and then I will adjust from there. Yeah. Um, Because I didn't watch too much, but number five is The Undoing. Right. Which is the Nicole Kidman huge, Uh huge, huge rant show. Oh, and I'm also, I think you, maybe you guys will be doing this too. I also have a wish list for each category too of what I want to watch. Do you want Santa to give you? Yeah. I'll just say. Sure. It is a holiday season, but it's things I want to watch. So it's, it's a wish list. Yeah. I'll just say when you guys name a show or someone says a show I didn't see, I'll say, well, add it to my wish list, please. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like on Amazon. I like that process. Yes. Yes. I started watching that show. I haven't finished it at all. I was like 15 minutes into that first episode. Uh-huh. Sounded cool. Looked cool. Um, and then I just ended up doing something else. Never returned. <laughs> but I probably will return. I've heard nothing but great things. Yes. Yeah. Same guy who did um, uh, Big Little Lies and other shows, right? Uh, I think so. David E. Kelly? Yeah. Married to Michelle Pfeiffer. Come on. <laughs> oh, and are we going to be non-spoiler right show i think we could agree on that right non-spoil show no spoilers um, yeah no spoilers we're just ranking we're not like you know going well, that much into well what's detail. the show about the undoing um it's no it's no it's too much that's too much <laughs> that's too much <laughs> we're not uh, uh, d- talking about what something is <laughs> <laughs> that's going too far dan <laughs> all right well Got no, a, um, a contender for least favorite pod moment of the year just now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's in there. Noted. Uh, the show is about um, Nicole Kidman and, and Hugh Grant are uh, are married and they're you know like upper class. Like their their kid goes to a school that costs like you know a college tuition, and uh, he gets accused of a crime and it's about the undoing of everything that happens from there. Um, yeah, you've uh, uh, sold sold me. That's it. Right. You could have said Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, Rich, and I'm in. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's you know it 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 does it, it has a little bit of big little vibes just because okay. of like you know rich women and Nicole Kidman obviously. Um, I, I would say and it's the same not, writer. Yeah, I would say it's not as fun as Big Little Lies. Big Little uh, Lies is like big little you know is like super fun and enjoyable. This is a lot. Uh, more um, traumatic and dark. Uh, not that it's insanely traumatic dark, but compared to Big Little Vibes, um, yeah. And it's 
It's still ongoing, or did it end? No, it's done. Oh, the, okay. Is it not undone? Is it, it was undone the and title? done. Is it coming back? I don't think so. I think it was supposed to just be a miniseries, but uh, I don't just know. Just a one-and-done deal? All right. Yeah. Yeah, well, a couple of things. One, I think... This is kind of awkward, but I think you were pronouncing Hugh Grant's name wrong. <laughs> was I? You were saying... Yeah, I think you said huge rant, but it's pronounced Hugh Grant. Oh, okay. Um, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Sorry, I know, but like I have the same thing. Like I, you know, is it Demi Moore or Demi Moore? I get it. Right. Like it's sometimes these names are so exotic and hard to pronounce, but I'm pretty sure it's Hugh Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant, Grant was in De- was in Paddington too. I don't know if Hugh Grant was. Because that was a different guy. If I'm, uh, I mean, if I'm looking at these characters, that was a very different guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I got it. Um, Huge in Levy. <laughs> 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 right. All right. Uh, okay, so Damn. are we doing a round, or are we? Are you, is Brandon going through his whole list? Did we decide on that? No rounds. We're going so around. 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 We normally don't. So it's first time for the listeners. Yeah. Um, hey, there's a first time for everything. All right. Pass it off to I Dan. I also did a top five for uh, TV shows. Oh, and we should say specials included in this list, right? For TV, right? There's some, you know, just in general, like I think what we decided, the only thing that's potentially questionable right. is like a full length documentary. That's a movie, right? But anything yes. else is it is TV, basically. Like if it's as long as it's not a movie. Right. So I think that's, that's what we decided, right? Is that fair for this list? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So Danny's TV, rankly, um, number five for Danny is Better Call Saul, season five. Um, that was... I've heard of this, <laughs> yeah. That was... Uh, <laughs> that was early this year. I think it was like January, February. Um, so hopefully the new season's coming back very soon. But uh, yeah, um, the, can we even count Jan or, and February as this year? Yeah, I, I think know, that's right? Its own year. I think it's its right, own yeah. year. I forgot. Did we make a rule that March is when the year started? <laughs> <laughs> um, may have to adjust my personal moments if that's the case. <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah, Better Call Saul season five, Bob Odenkirk, the prequel series to Breaking Bad. The show continues to be excellent in some ways better than Breaking Bad. Hot take. I do feel that way. Not completely, but in some ways it is. It's There's some very interesting elements to the show. It's fantastic acting, fantastic character development. Um, the show itself, this season, took place in 2004, so it's like four years currently before the events of Breaking Bad. Um, right. Uh, okay. And... Yeah, Bob Odenkirk, Rhea Seahorn, Jonathan Banks, Giancarlo Esposito, who's become yeah. one of my favorite character actors ever, ever. Yeah. And like this show is a big part of it, but he's just there's just so much that he's now in. So he's just everywhere, and I love everything he's in. He's a great villain, great actor. Um, Vince Gilligan, right, also the creator of this show. Um, I hope he does other things outside this universe because he's just very good. Like I want Me more too. stuff um, from him. Um, it makes me wonder if I should watch the X Files because he was a big part of the X Files. Well, X Files is um, X Files is great. Yeah, I, n- I never watched it, so maybe I should. But yeah, better, so that's going at number just, five for me. 
real just real quick my two cents on better better call saw because i didn't f- get to five i i watched through four okay um i am all in on that it's better than breaking bad in general train cool because I, I care about pretty much every main character on Better Call Saul more than any character on Breaking Bad except for Jesse and Walt, uh, Walt, you know, Walter. Yeah. When I did, so, when I did, I didn't like rewatch Breaking Bad. I watched some episodes here and there. And when it was not on those two, I was just like, I, like it's just not, it's not good. It's not the same. Interesting. Just, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Better Call Saul, the character development is excellent. Really excellent. Yeah. It's an impressively well acted show, and the earlier seasons um, with uh, McKean, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so like good. he's so good. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, but the yeah, sh- Dave, you would yeah. love it. You yeah, really would. it's very good, Dave. It's a yeah show of just about what it's like to be a lawyer and like the different. Oh yeah, like characters. I thought you were, you were going to say it's a show about nothing. <laughs> and I was going to be excited about that. It's a great mix of yeah. Being a lawyer, but also um, like Mexican cartel a- element, uh-huh. like and and the show's become like two shows, kind of. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. How did they make him look younger? You don't have to get into it. Actually, that's too, that's <laughs> four too years good. younger. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he keeps getting older in real life, and then he, he it's he's playing a younger version of himself. Right. Like, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> the only thing that, like, makes it clear that it's, like, 2004 is, like, the cell phone technology. Okay. Like, yeah, because it's, it's, like, flip yeah. phones. Anything else, yeah. if you're watching the show, you wouldn't really know. It's pretty, yeah, and it's pretty much just suspension of disbelief. Like, once you're in it, you don't really think about it. Yeah. When you see okay. when you see pictures of him in Breaking Bad, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, he looked. But when you're in the middle of it, it doesn't look like he's drastically yeah. older. Yeah. All right, okay. Dave, you're number five. My number five is a documentary series I saw on the Showtime Network entitled The Reagans oh. about Ronnie and Nancy. <laughs> and it was a great four-part doc series about um, the Reagans' rise to political power. First, Ronald was, you know, the California governor in the 60s. <laughs> And then he became president. Um, yeah, I've always been interested in American 20th century politics in general, so I was just very into this. It was all like found footage stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Or archive footage stuff. And a lot of great interviews from people inside the, the Reagan's world. Um, but it was pretty critical of, like, of them, for sure. That okay. Was, right. And I learned a lot about how fucked up his uh presidency was he was a start of a lot of america's issues today his uh his whole agenda between fascinating him, character though between him and like bush senior but like the cia years it's like those two single-handedly like altered the course of american life for for the worse <laughs> yeah was a big uh, denial of AIDS being an epidemic for a long, long God. time. In many ways, you look at it and you go, yeah, I don't know if, like, is Trump or him more evil? It's hard to say. Like, I, Right, w- right. Reagan possibly did more damage. And because he was so beloved and such a great actor, right, he got away with a lot of stuff. Right. Versus Trump as being an asshole and kind of an incompetent. Um, interesting. E- he's an easier person to... Scorn, right? Versus Reagan is like I was so beloved and 
seems so like uh gen- like gentle. A, like a gentle dude yeah old grandfatherly guy he won by like such a huge landslide I was, yeah like, i was gonna say did he win like almost every state or something yeah <laughs> he won almost every single God. state it was insane like, if you look at the the electoral college yeah. map that year it's so it's i think like carter won like three or four states <laughs> right god um anyway uh i was very into it you guys should watch it you know if you want to <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thank you for that gesture. That's that's very nice of you. Yeah. If you want to, I don't know if you're going to be into that type of thing, but if you, yeah, you you would learn a lot. Thank you for bold you thoughts that you think we should watch it, but only if we want to. I'll take I'll take that both into consideration. Yeah, I mean, no, that's know, definitely something that I would not, be interested I, in. You don't, you guys seem to not really go for those type of shows as much as I do, so that's why I'm. Saying well, I've that. I've always per- personally been interested in like presidential like i have a whole collection of like presidential biographies because i just think it they're it they're always fascinating stories and Definitely, reagan yeah. is one that i've always wanted to read about and i never have um so maybe i'll just watch this instead um there you go all right and that was on showtime you said showtime cool all right my number four is the queen's gambit um uh, yes yes start i w- i wasn't sure i was going to be into it when it started like it it kind of um its pace didn't really hit me but i got i i wound up really enjoying it and especially anya taylor joy's performance i think is like pretty incredible um it's about um chess and her character is pretty reserved um, I would say is a way of putting it and it's hard to make reserved engaging I feel like without just being you know still and not speaking much for you know seven hours uh, she did a really good job at making it uh, emotionally charged and when she had moments of maybe a little cathartic release I'd say uh, it was you know that much more impactful um, not the greatest thing i've ever seen but i liked it uh i thought it was pretty well done so yeah queen's gambit yeah my parents are are loving that show right now (laughs) uh leslie watched it she liked it um didn't love it i did not watch it i think it was like a show she was watching like when i was like working late when i was like when i was away yeah i was doing (laughs) all kinds of stuff um (laughs) now when i was like working late or something she watched it um Yeah, recommended, you know, very talked about, very hyped show. Maybe I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've heard people say it's like the best thing that Netflix has ever done. I, I, that sounds I do insane. Think I don't believe that. Without I watching do it, I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, I do think it's like, I do think it's just really well done. I think maybe if, if I, I think the first two and a half episodes, if I had been as locked in like maybe on a rewatch in the future, I'd, I'd feel would, would feel even more positive about the whole thing as a whole. But it just took me a minute to like get into the zone of the show. Uh, but it is really good. Cool. I, th- I think I'll yeah. watch it eventually. Yeah. It's interesting. It's it's called the Queen's Gambit, and yet it's about chess and not carts on fire. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. Like or yeah, or it's not about the X Men character. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um, why not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Brandon, we're asking you, why isn't it? Oh, why isn't it about that? <laughs> well, is Gambit like a? What does that mean? Is that a, does it mean well, game? So it is. It is a chess move. To move, yeah. Oh, it's so a, why was that character called Gambit in X Men? Um, I don't know. 
That's, when he's yeah, all, that's the real he's so question. so card centric. And uh, you know, there's it was reported. I need that, answers, Brandon. I'm sorry. I, I, we can I can find that out uh, when one of you are talking about something else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you really want me to know, or if you really want to know, uh, so uh, you know, and reportedly too, like chess sales and like research yeah. into chess has like skyrocketed. Heard about that? Yeah. Um, like uh, like Amazon, I think like sold out or something of like their like chess that's so inventory and like google searches are like what up because people are like oh this is the thing <laughs> for some reason like whenever that happens in society i think it's like the corniest thing <laughs> like all right now they're getting into chess because of the show all right come on <laughs> i i don't know hate it <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah i know what you mean yeah this is i don't know why it's annoying but it is i totally annoying. get that it's annoying of people yeah <laughs> I, I'm with you 100%. Um, getting back to X-Men, though, why... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that uh, anything else, Brandon, with Queen's Gambit? Nope. Your move, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan to Rankly 4. <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah, Rankly yeah. 4. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um, number four for Danny of uh, TV shows in 2020 is Killing Eve season three. Mm. Season three. Wow. Yeah. Season three. Yep. Um, Highly recommend you guys get into this show. Highly recommend. Yeah. Um, It's on the BBC, but now I think it's also on AMC. Um, Like the most recent season was on AMC, but it's originally on the BBC. British spy thriller. Um, but it's also dark comedy throughout. It's excellent. Um, starring Sandra Oh um, as Eve and then Jodie Comer. I think it's how you say your name. As Comer. Adam. C- Comer. Um, so, do you guys know what the show's about? Uh, yeah, I watched like half of the first season. Uh, um, all I know is it's a spy and it's BBC. Pretty much everything you said is what I know. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> It's also it. Phoebe yeah. Waller-Bridge was the head writer. Right, that's Head it. writer right, and executive yeah. producer for the first season, so not anymore. I don't know what she has to do with the show anymore, but for the first season. She got busy. Yeah. Um, also just found out she co-wrote the screenplay for No Time to Die. Didn't know that. Yes. yes. Phoebe, Wall- Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, interesting. But um, yeah, so it has these dark comedic elements throughout. Uh, the... Um, I mean, the spy like character. She's more of an assassin psychopath than a spy. Like, I mean, it's okay. Really interesting. Her character is one of the most unique and fascinating characters I like. I've watched on TV. Like, she's this incredibly skilled and dangerous assassin, but her personality is very childish, and she's very into fashion, and like that's a huge part of the show. Um, but Sandra Oh, she works for um, British intelligence, um, and. She is like trying to find out more about Jody and like the organization she works for. Um, uh, Jody's name is, is Villanelle uh, on the show, and but it ends up becoming about how both of them become obsessed with each other, and it gets almost like romantic and sexual a little bit without revealing too much. Mm. It's a fantastic, well acted, well um, show, very well show, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, well show. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, very unique. Um, 
especially the Villanelle assassin character, her in particular. It's uh, it's very cool. And this this newest season was really good. I like it. I like spy stuff, as you mm-hmm. know. And um, do they play any like conflicted softcore spy music in that show? <laughs> as a little bit of enhancement for the uh, series. Um, maybe like uh, that's that Sting song <laughs> from the tournament. Softcore spy. Um, was it the Madonna song? Softcore. There was a, yeah, yeah. The Madonna yeah. song was also right. spy. Uh unfortunately, not really. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. What just happened? I just heard some music come through the zoo. Yeah, oh, me too. Like <laughs> <rated> <laughs> thing. My my like Mac scanner. It's fine. Your your back scanner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Like to check for like skin tags or acne or something. It's like a it's like a device yeah, brand that has called I'm, a back scanner. Uh, yeah, I'm getting an MRI <laughs> on the on the air multitasking uh, <laughs> king over there. Brandon just ran his back through like this contraption on the show. <laughs> his back skinner. <laughs> he has it installed on his uh, chair. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. He always has the latest gadgets. <laughs> very, very Bond-like. <laughs> yeah. Very Killing Eve. Yeah. All right, should I do my number three? Was that Wait, it's number four. Number, number four. four. Okay. My number four will be... The Last Dance, which I think you've both seen, right? Yeah. I actually didn't the, finish it. Oh, you didn't finish it? Yeah, so it's not going to be on my list. I forgot, actually. Maybe I should have included that. <laughs> yeah. I almost forgot about it, too, and then I remembered it was on, what, ESPN at first and then Netflix? Right. Um, I just, you know, I love rock docs about sports stories, and <laughs> this was about MJ and his... Chicago Bulls last uh, winning season and I learned a lot about the Bulls history which I was vaguely familiar familiar with growing up yeah it's super enjoyable great interviews well told I was hooked in the whole 10 parts what else can I say nothing much it was, it was great um, I was most interested and intrigued by all the Dennis Rodman stuff. Every, anything yeah, talking about yes. that, that I think was the best part of the documentary. Yeah. I yeah, Rodman was great. I, I mean there was so much great MJ stuff too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All the memes that came from it too. Right. Like him like looking at the screen like him crying. <laughs> yeah. Was he great? Was it from this one when he's crying? <laughs> the crying face is very old. No. It's old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but him looking at the iPad yeah, yeah, like, I love him that. Him watching a, yeah. someone else's interview, right? On the iPad. Also, him on the and bus, listen, him it. on the bus listening to that song. Oh my god, that it, was like yeah. one of the best ever. Oh yeah, like that R and B song that became its own Twitter page <laughs> this year of like people like editing in a different song that he's actually listening oh, to. Okay, for a little I bit. I, even, I don't think I've even seen that. But That's I just, really funny. Yeah, the, the original footage is so funny too. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> Yeah, he's like like jamming out, and it's so shit, hard. But like the song is like not. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not. It's like a shitty '90s R&B thing. Yeah, it's like it's my best friend Kenny Edmonds or something. Who was yeah, it? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it was, it was like, like a, friend a gospel of his. dude. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was a friend of his. He's like, yeah, it's a new, it's a new. Yeah, it hasn't whatever. been released yet. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't right. that good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, very fun show. Highly yeah, I would, recommend it. I would like to finish it. I don't know why I didn't. 
Get right. back on it, man. Well, before I get to my number three, I actually did remember something uh, that I watched that's going to bump Undoing to out of the list. Oh, uh, it was look at the, that. It was Unheard the most, of. The most recent season of Top Chef, it was All Stars, the second one. <laughs> oh, shit. And, uh, it was really, really great. Um, <laughs> so is that your number five now? That's my number five now. Okay. okay. Noted. Yeah. Noted. It's in the, in the record Top stuff. Chef. In the yeah. record books. Okay. So number three, um, number three is The Mandalorian. Right, right. Hell yeah. Um, I've heard about the tears that fell from all the people's eyes who watched it. Right? Uh... Yeah, but more so like holy shit. That for me it was more like a holy shit okay. thing than a crying thing. Um, it's funny because I, I, you know, people have said, I, you know, I don't want to spoil the show, but at all. But here's right. what I'll say. Yeah. The reason I like there's two reasons I like Mandalorian. One, I literally don't think about it at all when it's not happening. Like. A yeah. lot of people are like, "Oh, like I kind of, I kind of uh, saw that coming." Because when this happened, like, I I do get that way with shows that I get heavily invested in. For me, mm. the Mandalorian is just boom. Show me a cool thing, bye. Like, and it's like, I know people have said this before, but it is exactly how I imagined playing with my Star Wars toys when I was a very little kid. It's just like, here's this alien. Mm. Let's hang out with this race of aliens for a half hour. And just like it's just like it's just like Favreau playing with Star Wars toys, it's so it's so much like lowering the importance of the mythology of Star Wars, and it's just like it's just good. And like the technology, like the three hundred sixty degrees like LED screens, make it so that they can make this show so cheap, so much cheaper than a movie, and it looks just as good. The shit looks so good like the the like the fight the ships fighting and all the action stuff it's yeah. it's great it's just great um yeah i it's it's just a fun fun show and it's it's probably my favorite star wars thing outside of star wars and empire it's just like i, I love it awesome uh, the listeners should know at the time we're recording this this is how i know brandon's really holding back here the show just ended its second last season night. yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, la- last night at the time we're recording this. Yeah. So like, th- it's just like, it's very fresh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I couldn't, couldn't agree more with everything Brandon said. It sounds good. <laughs> and the music is great. Like really great. Oh yeah. That's John it. Williams. No, it's the, uh, L- Lud- uh, the guy that did like the Black Panther stuff. Right. I think. Oh, Ludwig. Ludwig, Ludwig something. Yeah. Gorenson. Uh, yeah. So there we go. That's Manda Mandalorian. Excellent. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, Danny here. Number three in the top five TV items of uh, of, of 2020. Uh, for Danny, it's The Boys season two. Boys. Yeah, you, you love The Boys. I fucking love The Boys. <laughs> uh, the Boys. Um, plus it's called The Boys Who doesn't love hanging out with the boys right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's on Amazon um, Second season was this year Starring Carl Urban uh, And Jack Quaid Son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan It's so okay the, the boys going into it Didn't read about it Didn't even know it was based on an actual comic book Which it is It is so much darker than I thought it was going to be I, I had no idea what this was going into it 
Um, it is a very dark, kind of black comedy about um, team of vigilantes. So I thought the show was about the superheroes. It's not about the superheroes. It's about the vigilantes. Um, so it's about vigilantes <laughs> that try and go up against the actual superheroes because the superheroes in this world and universe are incredibly corrupt and owned by a huge corporation. So it's the idea that somebody as powerful as Superman is actually a psychopath and incredibly dangerous. And it's like living in that world and what that's like. So it's, <laughs> it's, there's moments in the show that are so fucked up <laughs> and so scary. Um, like there's just like lots of people dying and like the superheroes just don't give a shit. Like it's, it's very like anti-Disney, anti-Marvel, right? And it takes subtle jabs at that kind of stuff too, which, you know, which is fun and funny. Um, I love it. Um, and also there's like a thing throughout the show where the main character, uh, Jack Quaid, he listens to Billy Joel like constantly throughout the show. That's like a thing. <laughs> That's like another added element. But it's also very funny. Um, but yeah, the characters in it are great. It's really great action. Um, yeah, I, I love it. The boys. It's a non-Marvel superhero thing? Yeah, these the, okay. the superheroes are completely... Yeah. They're part of like... It's part of a separate comic like series, uh, I gotcha. think. Gotcha. Unrelated to Marvel or DC or anything like that. Yeah. Marvelous. It was on Obama's list of shows that he loved this year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was, right. was it really? <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. It's pretty dark for Obama. Wow. He must like fucked up shit. <laughs> Not if you read what really happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of big twists and turns throughout too. I won't reveal anything, but it's yeah, it's it, it's great. Um, Brandon, I think you would like it. Dave, I don't know, probably not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I might. Uh, no, I'm I'm just not gonna watch it. That, that's fine. Yeah. I don't want you to. <laughs> no, but you know I wouldn't w- want to watch it anyway. No, too, I, so, I, I, yeah. I don't think you'd be that into it, Brandon. I think you might because it's it's pretty interesting. And there's like the getting into the psyche of some of these characters. Uh, it's 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 pretty good and pretty interesting. Oh, plus also uh, Elizabeth Shue is in it. Mm. <laughs> I like her. I know. Yeah. Um, from Babysitting. <laughs> yes, that's a great movie. <laughs> and cocktail. And of but. course, cocktail. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is it me now? Three. Yeah. Yep. You're three. Okay, my three is not a show, but is one of those specials. Um, we've been talking about or hinting at it's Nate, a one man show. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Nate, it's on Netflix. No idea. Oh, no. Uh, yes, it's um, what's her name? Natalie Palamides. Right, I heard about this. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a in it's pretty much a stand up performance. Mm-hmm. But she's she's doing this insane uh, performance as an alter ego. Like as a male alter ego, this like super hyper macho caricature caricature type of guy, and um, it's super uncomfortable at points. It's very it's very absurdist and graphic, like sexually uh-huh. at points. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'd never heard of her before, or maybe I have, but I'm not really familiar for work at all. And it was this. Very, I haven't seen anything quite like it. It was very shocking at points, very funny, sometimes kind of like raw and, and dark, mm-hmm. but uh, kind of a combination of, yeah, it's very absurdist humor and social commentary about consent, masculinity, um, penises. 
I think you guys would both really like it, actually. It, but, it's um, on my list of things to watch. I, I thought you said mate at first, and it took me a second. Now yeah. I will definitely watch it. Produced by Amy Poehler. Ah, okay. Um, she even does like an, an intro, like a war- almost like a warning, like what you're about to watch is a little uncomfortable, <laughs> but stick through it. That sounds great. There's a lot of like audience interaction that's very, very uncomfortable specifically. Um, yeah. Yeah. You guys would both really enjoy it, I think. So check it out, mate. I will. Cool. Um, always interested in like comedy specials, stand-up specials, this, you know, this kind of unique takes on this kind of stuff. So yeah, I never even heard of this. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited now. Stay excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number two is another one where it's like controversial category and I've seen it in many different publications on movie lists and on TV lists. <laughs> okay. Ooh. It's the Steve McQueen small act series. Um, I watched more than one, so I can put it in the TV show category. Gotcha. Because some of them are feature film length. Like, the first episode is two hours. The second one, Lover's Rock, is one hour, right? So it's like... Yeah. But here's the thing. Lover's Rock is on many lists of film of the year, like top ten. And I would say that there is a moment in... There's like a... I mean, really the whole movie is kind of one scene, kind of. But... There's a part of the scene that is the best moment I've seen in any medium in a really long time. It was just like wow, entrancing, incredible. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what the whole thing is about? Well, is it Steve McQueen, the actor from the '60s, or the director? No, no, currently the director. <laughs> the director. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, yeah. Either way, I have no idea. I just uh, I just know like, about yeah. the series. I've seen like the promotional for it, but I don't know. I haven't seen it now. Yeah, they're just they're, it's just an anthology of film, short films or series, however you want to call it, and um, it's based around like London, like the, the West. It's called the West Indian neighbor, like black neighborhood of London, and it's all like they're separate things. They're not. Well, I haven't watched all of them yet, so I don't know. Maybe some people come back, but. Um, Specifically, the episode "Lovers Rock" is it's it's incredible. It's based around just like a, a private house party where they listen to reggae and um, enjoy themselves, and it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's really really amazing. It scripted series or doc- yep. documentary? Yep. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Got it. Um, I originally had "Lovers Rock" in my top ten, but my top ten is so. Like there's so many things I loved, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch another one of these so I can put it in the series category. And also because it, Lovers Rock in particular is an hour, it's like in any other scenario, like that would be just an episode of you know a TV show. So it's it's hard. Like, but but at the same time, it's 2020. We watched everything in the same place. You know, we watched movie. You know, it's like the lines are completely blurred between what's a movie, what's a series, like mini series. It's just all whatever. So I'm putting it in the series category. Small acts. I highly recommend it. It's uh. I'm going to finish watching it, but uh, Lover's Rock is, is is incredible. And the song and the scene that I'm talking about, I've listened to since I watched it like every day, multiple times. It's so good. <laughs> Reggae song? Yeah. Surprising. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's like OG. He, hates, he usually hates reggae. reggae. It's not like, it's not like... <laughs> It's not like, you know, it's like more like the dance hall, like like the like really good stuff where it's not just like white boy. Yeah, of course. Sublime yeah. crap. It's the, it's the original stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, cool. Small acts. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Dan? Um, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Dan. Dan? Steve McQueen, the actor. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Who's been dead for I think like a very long time? His, <laughs> no, I thought maybe his project it like finally do- came out. <laughs> no, I thought maybe it was like a documentary series like about him it's or been something. Been in the vault oh, okay. for a while. This series that he yeah <laughs> in the vault. Yeah, they finally un- um, unlocked the McQueen vault. So Brandon put um, the Great Escape as his number two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, Danny's number two. Television in 2020 is Mandalorian. Oh. Uh, season two. Yeah. Makes um, sense now. Agree with everything Brandon said. I would even go a step further and say I think Mandalorian has solidified itself as my favorite piece of Star Wars media, period. Wow. Better period. than all the movies. Yeah. I I it's, enjoy it that much. It's you're well, not wrong. It's so good. <laughs> it's also, comparing TV to movies, I've thought about this a lot. Like, I just enjoy TV in general a lot more these days, but... It's a little unfair. There's just more, right, with TVs, right? You're just getting so many hours of content to analyze and more of a chance to develop characters. It's a different art form, but I, I love it, man. It's, um, I love the universe. Um, it's like very episodic, but also it's, but there's still the larger narrative within. Um, it's like yeah, everyone, you know, it's a monster of the week, basically. It's like an old timey, you know, like, there's a thing that he's got to do before he can get yeah. the thing that he wants. Like it, the format is you go to a town here. I need this thing. The guy, the town says, here, we need you to do this thing. Uh, and then you can move on to your next part of your quest. Like it's, it's cool. And it's, it's fan service without being annoyingly fan servicey too. Like they, it's a very good balance. Um, yep. 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 Um, yeah, it's very cool. No Hayden Christensen in it. Unfortunately not, not Dave. I'm out. Um, Thank you. Not yet. <laughs> there's, so, there, there's so many Star Wars shows coming. It's ridiculous. There's so yeah, much content. That. There's so much Star Wars content coming. Oh, man. They abandoned the, the movie idea. Yeah, there's only two movies on the slate. I'm sick of Star Wars a little bit, but I'm sure this is really good. I do trust you guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I, just give me my honest opinion. But I guarantee right. this is really good. <laughs> You guarantee? I, I mean, you guys are uh, saying it's like the best thing you've ever seen Star Wars wise, so it must be. Yeah, really if, good. You, if you like Star Wars, I, I mean, if you don't like Star Wars, no, you're not going to be into this. I, I don't think. Or, oh, you know what? There's probably a place for this for people that aren't even that into Star Wars because you know, yeah, I do think I it's better that. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Dave, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Number two for me is The Mandalorian season two. <laughs> uh, the Crown, season four, of course. <laughs> oh, shit. I oh, didn't know nice. you watched The Crown. The Netflix's The Crown. I've only seen this season, season four. <laughs> uh, oh, I totally watched this. Okay, that's um, right. I forgot that. I, I started to just because I was waiting for another show to upload. I was also watching this other show, which is not on my list, called um, Mom Murder at Mom Beach. I don't know if you've heard of that one, but it's a, it's a <laughs> murder documentary. Um, which was pretty good too, actually. But I was waiting for that to get uploaded on HBO, so I was scrolling through Netflix in the meantime, and I ended up putting on a new episode of The Crown. And then I got into it, season four. And you know, it's nice. it's uh, the late '70s and '80s, right? The era that I I have always been kind of fascinated with, but d- didn't know anything about. Great performances, you know, an insane performance by 
Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher. It's so cartoony, but like that's kind of how she was. She was actually, and it's you know Princess Di and Prince Charles, Charles, and good stuff. Yeah, people love The Crown. I I would love to watch it. You guys would enjoy it. Brain would 100% enjoy it. I think Dan would get into it too. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing, but Leslie loves The Crown. Well done. Um, yeah. It's a well show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, is anybody from the other seasons still on it, or is it completely new? Is it like... like? It's the first season with Margaret Thatcher. There's a lot of carryover from season three, which I think right. I guess was the 70s maybe. Um, so, yes. Cool. Um, the woman who played, uh, I'm blanking on her name, but she won an Oscar for the favorite. Oh, she right. plays Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, why am I blanking? Great on actress too. And then also, Helen the Bottom Carter is the sister, the Queen's sister. Ah, okay, she's great in that. A lot of like great '80s music they uh, throw in there. <laughs> and it's cool too, because like every single episode is really just like one complete story. Almost, it's like. Because it covers like the full eight years, or no, sorry, like, almost like a decade of of the life of the royal family. But every episode is like very hyper focused on one story. So like right. certain certain people are not in every single episode. Like Princess Diana is not in every single episode. She's only like in half of them. Gotcha. Cool. Yep. The Crown season four. And, and I Davey. might circle back <laughs> around the one through three eventually. But would you say highbrow Dave? I said highbrow Davey. <laughs> yeah. Dave, you should really watch Killing Eve because, I mean, I, I, you clearly no. love every all things British. I would so, like it. I right. know I would like yeah. it, too. Yeah. I know yeah. I would like that show. Yeah. All right. So I guess- What is Killing Eve on? Hulu? Uh, now AMC, but it was on the BBC. Where, where do you watch it on? AMC app? Uh, yeah. I, I use um, my- uh, I think my mom's cable okay, okay, right. we'll, we'll keep it on download. Right. No, you should like blast that part for this episode. All right. Well, my number one is a show that once again, I have not seen on any lists. I don't know why I said once again. Or no, because I've said this to you guys. Say, number one is a show once I haven't again. seen. <laughs> it's number there. one on my wish list. <laughs> right. I want to see it so bad it's number one. I haven't heard it talked about at all by anybody. Okay. It, Breaking news. It made me cry so much. Kidding season two. Oh, uh, right. Kidding. Oh, is, uh, Jim Carrey? Yeah. I, right, you've talked about this so much. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah, he keeps bringing it up. Yeah, I, I gotta don't, definitely watch this. I don't understand why nobody talked about this goddamn show. It is so good. The finale of... The finale of season two did a thing where, like, it was really like a magic trick where I, I can't even explain. I don't want to explain. It, I can't explain it, but it really kind of like, like, like I gasped when I realized what was happening. Where I've never experienced anything like that before. Where it just caught me off guard, and I just was like, and the show had already made me cry multiple times, but that finale just kind of destroyed me, and. It's like a happy, positive show, but it's also extremely sad. Um, and like I, I said to you guys, like if, if you told me like you know 20 years ago that there'd be a TV show with Jim Carrey, 
that was like puppets and musicals and stuff that and then nobody would care about it i would be like what the hell are you talking about it's it's <laughs> it's just kind of wild that uh it just went completely under the radar it got canceled um and that's yeah kidding season two it's so so good uh showtime right yeah frank langella is on it Catherine keener judy greer uh uh, Justin from the br- the brother from Weeds. Uh, oh yeah, Matt Corley like was on the show. That, uh, I like that actor. Um, yeah, it's just so 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 good. Michelle Gondry, the like director um, who did Eternal Sunshine with right. uh, Jim Carrey. Ah, okay. And the puppet, like the musical numbers are. Like there's an episode where, because like he's a host of a kids show that is you know puppets, and like there's a, a whole episode of the show about divorce, but it's like the episode of the show that he does like through puppets, and it's it's like incredible. Oh wow, it's incredible. So kidding, season two, and I'm not kidding. It's great. <laughs> Brandon is not kidding, but the show is kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I want to watch it. Same. You guys yeah. would both <laughs> love it. It's it's great. Yeah, I I want to watch it. For, kidding, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I just, do. Yeah, I just forgot. <laughs> yeah, I just I yeah totally it forgot. Seems I'm like not the a world huge show watcher, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll maybe check that out eventually. Okay, um, Danny's number one TV Ooh. from 2020, Young Sheldon. <laughs> No, no, okay. <laughs> it got so good guys it's actually really good <laughs> guys cbs now <laughs> uh cbs central boomer station <laughs> central boomer <laughs> core boomer <laughs> station uh all right uh not young sheldon come on um number one for danny um I could imagine a reaction from you guys of like, all right, when I say this, it's easily. Uh, yeah, you know what? I could say easily. Ozark season three. Ozark, right. Ozark. My God, Ozark. Um, best season of the show so far. I'd say definitely. Best show on Netflix currently of like series on Netflix, at least that I've seen. You have not seen The Crown. <laughs> There's... There's just absolutely no way The Crown is better than this. Uh, (laughs) Not a chance. Um, uh, It's amazing. Can't say it's the best show on television because HBO reserves the best shows on TV. Succession is the best show on TV, but it did not come back this year, unfortunately. Um, Hopefully next year. Um, Ozark season three is amazing. Um, Do you guys know what the show is about? Yeah. I've seen episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Bateman, Laura Linney. the true star of the show, though, continues to be Julia Garner. Um, she yeah. plays Ruth Langmore, the young blonde. Um, she's won she's won two Emmys for supporting actress in a drama series for this show. Um, she was also great, like in The Americans. She's been in a couple movies I've seen. Um, this season was like more about the stuff that's happening in Mexico. Uh, they introduced. Laura Linney's uh, her character's brother this season, which is really interesting. Like it's, it's fantastic. I I love it. I'm all in on uh on this show. Number one cool. is it season three? Yeah. Oh, season Third three. Season. Okay. Yep. I think I saw a lot of season one. 
can't imagine ever giving like starting the show and giving up. I was well, I know, like right away. Uh, like roommates were watching it. I was like, I would like watch oh. it a couple times, and then I think oh, my okay. parents watched it, and I watched an episode with them. So it was that kind of thing. Ah, oh, okay. No, you can't do that. <laughs> well, I just did. No, well, I, I I liked what I saw. It was Bateman Bateman intense. Yeah, it. it's it's one of yeah. Uh, standout performance from him. Very unique character. Yeah. Um, for him. Yep. All right. Well, and it's and it reminds okay. me of like Breaking Bad in a lot of ways because of the attention to detail and like the character development and. But it's not that funny, um, right? Uh, no. But is Breaking Bad that funny? I thought I mean, it was supposed to be mean? funny at points. I have never but seen yeah, that show. I, mean, I don't know. Here and there, but I mean, not not really. Okay. I would describe Better Call Saul as funny. Okay, for okay, sure. Okay. Yeah, there is some. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, my favorite that I saw was um, you guys probably heard of this one. It's on HBO. How to with John Wilson. Yeah, on my wish list. I can't tell you how many people have recommended the show to me. I have to watch this. Yeah. Very in- innovative style of show. Have you seen like the any? Anything from it? I know it's Nathan. Nathan from yeah, Nathan Filder from Nathan for You produced it. Yeah. Um, it is kind of reminiscent of that, but it's like a lot less like <laughs> confrontational and uncomfortable. Um, but it's basically this guy that lives in New York. Um, everything is shot from like a point of view. Like you never see he's like the narrator of the show and he um kind of like starts every show as like how to do this it's like almost like it's pretending to be like a how to tutorial almost right sure i got it but then it's like veers off into just a lot of insane different like places um it's very funny very inventive super creative also like heartwarming and introspective at points you you guys would both just really love it it's it's one of the best things i've ever seen in a long time because it's so it's just so unique yeah and like really funny right very funny yeah but it's all like yeah. real footage right. um and yeah he just cuts in such like interesting ways and does like narration but i don't want to like, spoil anything but like one was about scaffolding like in new york okay okay and so it was like oh like how to do scaffolding and he was like teaches you about real stuff from scaffolding but then he starts talking to people that like are involved with it he like ends up traveling to different states and going to conventions about scaffolding. And there's like this, a lot of us interesting characters along the way. Um, <laughs> very, very, very good. Highly recommend. If I could recommend anything this year, probably that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's everybody's I've talked to who's seen it just says like the same thing that it's yeah. got to watch it. Yeah. Got to love it. Anyway, my least favorite is The Undoing. Because uh, ultimately, I the. <laughs> It was my number five by default. I ultimately didn't really like the show that much. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Wait. You didn't watch anything else? He doesn't uh, watch anything else. What about I Survivor? Oh, was that this year? Yeah. There was a Survivor season this yeah, year. Yeah, it was yeah. great. All right, well, I liked it more than Undoing. Now, I have one that you guys are both going to agree with me. What? Which was it? The worst show this year is Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, definitely. Saturday Night Live is absolutely <laughs> the worst show in 2020 that I've, well, that I didn't I've seen. Watch it's, it. It's, it's I watched I like watch every I, I, episode, but 
Well, yeah, I still count it, even though, like, I of watched what, what I've seen. Yeah. of what I've seen. I've watched the best of it, and it's still the worst show. Yeah, I it's, agree. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah, I um, do want to say though that the undo just real quick, the undoing. It's not bad. It's just so underwhelming. It was like I was like, okay. that was it? Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. That's hilarious. <laughs> he was you like just, praising it, and then he was like, "Actually, since it's not my top five, I, I'm gonna shit talk it." I um, love this. Yeah, that's you great. completely shifted. That's, that's very funny. Well, it was gonna uh, be my least favorite anyway. Like when it, like I was oh, even, really? even with it yeah. as my number five, it was gonna be my least favorite. That's funny. Um, yeah, I wrote my least favorite as "Love Is Blind." Did you see that at all? Uh, I put that on my wish list because everybody so, was talking about it. It's very entertaining, but it's just yeah. complete trash. I saw um, the first episode <laughs> with you. That's Love right. I blind. forgot about that. Yeah, you watched a couple episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's just trashy. But um, I also wanted to shout out uh, Tiger King. <laughs> I was going to say, I was yeah. surprised you guys didn't well, say it because I didn't watch it. It's it was was very entertaining. I have a slew of honorable mentions, like a lot of TV that I watched that I wanted to like quick do quick yeah, hits. Yeah, I'll, I'll Tiger, do quick hits real quick. Yeah. Tiger, Tiger King King's in was there for definitely sure. super entertaining. Probably maybe should be my top five, but kind of a recency thing I put it right. behind. Um, Survivor season 40, all yeah, stars. I forgot that all was winners. this year, honestly. Great. Uh, Tim Heidecker's stand-up special was very Oh, I got to watch funny. that. <laughs> and God, uh, another that. stand-up special, the golden one, by Whitmer Thomas, this very inventive, oh, pretty sad actually. It's like part stand-up special, part documentary about his his mom and his childhood. But uh, you guys would both mm. really like that too, I think. So that's on okay. HBO. The golden a good one. stand-up, stand-up documentary special, and the circle. I like that one too, <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> oh, a yeah. Big Brother type show on Netflix. It was right. also trashy but fun. Um, all right, so I have like a slew of honorable mentions here. I want to do quick hits. Um, very the closest to making my top five without making it was Curb Enthusiasm season ten. Oh, was that this year? Yeah, I forgot oh, that was this year too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Did up. you guys watch that's, it that's with, with Mocha five. Joe and the Spite store that I he totally fucked up. That's number two, Look, probably for me. It seems like everything pre-March. You guys I've, go through all the TV each I month. I did. You got well, no, to do this. I did because I was like, "What?" It's hard because it's, there's no comprehensive list, right? Yeah, there it's is. hard to there, find. Rot, rot, Rotten Tomatoes has a comprehensive uh, list. I messed up. Okay, well, I completely forgot about that. It's my number two. <laughs> Definitely my number two. I love that. Okay, s- season. I wanted to make sure to mention it. It was Thank so you. close to making yeah. my top five. The the Mocha Joe, the Spite store yeah. that he opens. That's like the whole season. It's so, so funny. Yeah, I. Completely forgot it was this year. It feels we so long We watched that ago. one of the episodes together. Yeah. It was... Um, yeah, it was... The that season episode. was really good. Um, shout out to Middle Ditch and Schwartz, which was really funny. That was really on funny. On Netflix. That was really funny. Uh, three episodes. I, w- I went to one of the show's uh, tapings live with Leslie in New York. Uh, it was amazing. I only watched one episode. It was good. Brilliant improv. They're so good and so funny. Um AP Bio season three. I continue oh, I to watch, watch that show. I didn't watch it. I love that show though. It's on uh, Peacock now. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what we do in the shadows season two? Very funny show. Oh uh, yeah. Um, on F- on FX. Like, yeah. um, very like just light humor. Very silly. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine season seven. Oh, that, that was, was this, this year, year too. too? Forgot same. Yeah, I fucked up. Whatever. Um, the South Park pandemic special was very funny. <laughs> Heard about it? Need to watch <laughs> that it. That was yeah. good. Uh, Parks and Rec had a special. It was it wasn't bad. Um, oh, I told you guys I watched this. It was called Have a Good Trip, 
Adventures in Psychedelics. Oh yeah, I've seen it? that too. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. Did you watch where Sting he, he, talks about when yeah, he does acid? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I here and there with Leslie, she she loved this a lot more than I do. Is Amy Schumer learns to cook. It's just like watching her cook with her husband, and it's just like very funny, like a very light nice. have in the background type watch. None of uh, us I like watched, her. As none you of cook. us watch uh, Shit's Creek. Which, oh, did you watch it? No, none of us watched it. I guess is that from this year too? They they wasn't. ended this year, I think. Right. Yeah, I've never watched uh, it. People love it. I'm though. not sure. It's either this so, year or last year. Probably this, this year. Here's my thing about Shit's Creek. Everybody tells me keep going with it. It gets funnier. The first season's like kind of funny, and like, but it hasn't made me want to really dig in and continue. But everybody I talk to who loves the show says that you got to keep going. It gets better and yeah, better. People, people love uh, it. Yeah, um, it's a little funny watching the first season, but which me and Leslie have done, but we, neither of us have gotten past that. I think Leslie's going through it. Um, oh, and another, I just. I just, I need to shout out shows that aired previously that I watched this year because some of them are even better than the 2020 stuff. Um, the best show I've watched this year, well, there's there's really two, but Fargo is unfucking believable Fargo is so good. I watched the first three seasons. The newest season was this year. I didn't watch it. I haven't <laughs> caught up. <laughs> right. So I'm behind. I watched the first three seasons, Unreal. This show I wanted to include on my list, but technically it originally aired last year on YouTube and it got put on Netflix this year. Oh, penis. It's, Co- it, it's Cobra Kai. Oh. Cobra Kai is oh, fantastic. Yeah. Cobra Kai was awesome. It just got put on Netflix this too. year. Yeah. But it was YouTube originally like a year or two ago, so I didn't think it should technically count. Two seasons and then a new season is coming. It's the continuation of The Karate Kid and that universe. Awesome. Awesome show. Um Another got a couple of amazing things I watched this year. Um, it got put on Amazon this year, but it was originally on Showtime in 2018. Escape at Danamora. Escape at Danamora is this prison. It's a true what? story prison break type show. Escape at Danamora. Yeah. Escape, Escape at Danamora. Escape at Danamora. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Danamora is the name of the prison. Escape at Danamora. Escape at Danamora. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, limited series on Showtime. It was just one season. Yeah. Um, Benicio del Toro, Paul Dano. Oh. Um, really, really fantastic show. Waco was another thing that came to Netflix this oh, yeah, year. Right. Waco was insane. That was really good, but it was originally on the Paramount Network in 2018, <laughs> uh, and then it came to Netflix this year, so it couldn't count. But that was really good. I finally watched Watchmen. Watchmen was fantastic. That was last year on HBO. And I finally watched uh, Fleabag, um, which was last year on uh, on Amazon. So wanted to do go through some quick hits. Did you um, watch The Wire this year? Or was that last year? Oh, when did I go through The Wire? That might have been this year too. I forgot. And <laughs> Sopranos, The Sopranos. That, that, oh, I did. I think I did Sopranos this year too. Holy shit! Yeah, I, I watched so much TV. Yeah, um, I watched Sopranos and The Wire this year. Those were unreal. Um, Oh, Brandon, should I get back into the Westworld? Into Westworld? That was Oh, that this was year this too. year. I think I blocked that out of my memory because how pissed I am at that show. Uh, so maybe I won't get back into it. Maybe that's um, my least favorite of the year, actually, because I completely <laughs> forgot about how much it pissed me off. <laughs> and we haven't mentioned Lovecraft Country. I really would like to watch that show. Haven't watched it. That's on HBO. All right. Well, thanks for listening. All right, guys. Yeah, uh, we're going to come back. <laughs> we decided to do <laughs> in three yeah, separate parts. Canceling this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, so if you guys are TV fans, thank you for well, for listening. 2020. All right, bye. bye. Thanks for uh, keeping it on this, Daniel. 
Yeah, don't change the Daniel. I'm Dave Cologne. I'm Brandon. And I'm Daniel. Bye. 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 Thank you and TY for listening to Dan and Brave Presents. You can follow us on Twitter at Dan and Brave and on Instagram and Facebook at Dan and Brave Presents. God bless you all. And long live Dan and Brave. <laughs>